Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 41, the return of Paul Pinto. I'm back. The young, the young son is back. Welcome back, Paul. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I like Jimmy's. I, was, I, was I like how Jimmy filled in for Jimmy? me. He did a very, he did a very good job. Yeah. You better watch well, out. His impression of you. You better watch out, that freaking son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll, start, I'll, I'll start selling soap. <laughs> i'll open up fairfield soap yep. works all right you better it's watch so, out it's That's so funny say. you look at his hands do you think he uses that soap he needs oh, no. extra Dude. strength all dermatologist all prescription you know grade cream all those week. things he break i mean I hate to start the show with breaking on jimmy but yeah he breaks <laughs> my balls about my spelling yeah right he ba- breaks my balls about my hands I'm like my hair on my head. I go, dude, you ever look in the mirror? It's like, like all the same shit yeah, going on with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going <laughs> to oh bring it up God. because, oh, what the hell is this? My computer's acting up. Um, no technical difficulties allowed. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll save the other story for the after show. He knows what I was going <laughs> to tell you, but he's going to break my balls about the pronunciation of a word. Yeah. And, oh, uh, it, it is funny. It is funny, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. But. But no, Jimmy did a pretty good job filling in. He did a good job. He hit all the usual topics. Yeah. He didn't have any stock tips for anybody, though. So that was kind of, I think people were disappointed about that. Yeah. If you want to go into that, Paul, have you been watching Doge this last couple days? I can't. I'm not even. People must think I'm like super into Doge. Like, I have no Doge right now. I sold it all. Is it going up? It's at 38. It was at 39 today. I can't. What was it at? I bought it at five cents. Yeah, this kid over oh, here. Wow. I have tw- nineteen thousand Doge. So wow. if anybody wants to do the math, if so I hopefully it, I could knock my house down tomorrow. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't do. I, I'm. I have Bitcoin. I have Ethereum. I had Doge. But you hold those. I just. I. I, I got to stick with the more legit stuff until yeah. you know. It's, it's Doge. Total, it's, it's, total it's just smart. a crap. I know there's going to be a, stuff. 
there's going to be a day where I didn't sell it and it's worth nothing. And the, you know, the money I have into, I'll be like, Oh, I could have had like seven grand, but whatever. It's just yeah. fun to watch it go. You It'll know, be a great story. I listen another thousand into it just to see what the hell happens, but I got to wait till it goes down to, again. But it's so high. Exactly. But that's the problem. Anyway, spe- speaking of the house upstate in the pre-show, that's what we were talking about was, uh, was my property upstate and, and the plan up there. But what I was, what uh, I've been talking about is knocking that house down. Right. And one of the things I've been thinking about as Derek was just talking about before we started recording was that the property value in upstate New York has gotten to be so crazy. What I think I might do is, I'll wait till Pinto comes back. He disappeared. What I think I'm going to wind up doing upstate is knocking down that building and then build, making it into a like ready to develop site with the well fixed and the power like reestablished and then let somebody else deal with the septic and then list it like way higher because it's like, why, why not? You know? I think uh, I think it's worth it. Yeah. But Derek, have you been looking up there since you've been spending time in the Irish no. Alps? Do you need to buy a house now? Yeah, um, I have some people looking at some property for me. No, actually, it's um, I I want to. I I meant to yesterday. Um, I had a visitor come up and we were talking about it and we were looking around and you know she loved it up here. But um, my wife came up. But um, it's um gotta clear that up don't worry she's not she's gonna listen and say what he had somebody up there i'm not figuring (laughs) out it's her but um no it just um there's just there's a couple places for sale but like there's nothing for sale up here nothing jimmy sent me a couple listings today for some property like an hour from here that that's pretty nice but yeah it's just nothing for sale you know, people everything. are just putting crazy prices on the shit up there because they, you know, a lot of those mm. properties, I'm sure they don't need to or really care to sell them. But if somebody from the city will give them, you know, 400 grand for something that they would sell yeah. for 200, they're just going to take it and buy something else. There was a, yeah. a property up there on 47 acres. This is pre COVID. It was um, right by the AstraZeneca uh, mm. or whatever it is, whatever the yeah. uh, pharmaceutical place up there by Jimmy's house is. I think down the it was street. kind of like. Yeah, yeah, it was like, but it was like, uh, like a little bit. You couldn't see that yeah. pharmaceutical plant from it. It was forty-seven acres with a farmhouse that somebody had started renovating, but it wasn't like mine. Like it was a, it was a real structure. It was a mm-hmm. nice, it was a nice house. Um, and I, I want to say it was listed for like one forty, and it sold. This is pre-COVID. Now I have to imagine that like the shittiest house up there is one forty, which mm. is crazy because yeah. you know like. There was another property that I had looked at up up there that was 180 and it had a huge like a 4000 foot barn on it like a beautiful high high post exposed beam barn with like um equipment sized door like an incredible like dream shop and it was on top of the mountain like Patrick's houses and that one was under 200 grand wow you know like you know, it's crazy now prices. it's it's now crazy up. the way the prices have gone up there. And I mean, listen, it's a beautiful place to go. Oh, to. Yeah, I mean, beautiful. we all we all love love it up there. I mean, the you know the the food is yet to be desired, right? We just got to fly so, in but... a private chef. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, it's funny, but that Tim, place a bunch of movie stars living up there now. We get we gonna have we need some private chefs. <laughs> we need some private yeah. planes, helicopter Bob, maybe Bobby, helicopter Bobby, pads Bobby right Flay. across the street. Bobby Flay's coming in for a coffee. Well, your yeah. boy with the, your boy with the signature. Dude, maybe now he can sign your stuff. Who's Mom, your, who's Madonna, right up there? Oh, um, Brad Leone. 
Brad, yeah, maybe Brad Leone Brad. would sign your autograph now that uh yeah you know, yeah fuck him I wouldn't sign it for him. <laughs> but, maybe um... the, the poor guy could have got like freaking someone signed something and like maybe he like lost a bunch of money for like you know credit card fraud or something. Now he's afraid to sign yeah. his signature yeah. and Derek's yeah. just ripped it on him. Yeah, it just ripped Listen. him. But uh, there was a, no, it was nice up here. There was a farm that, uh, that Taylor had sent me. This is like two years ago. It's called Broadview Farm. It's right next to the um, Zoom Flume. Beautiful mm. barn, beautiful couple of buildings. Dude, Zoom Flume. Dude, I tell you, that place, it looks like they were cleaning it up. Oh, really? By there the other day, yeah. But this place was on, was, they were selling for 350 which was a ton mm. of money up here, you know, three years ago. Yeah. We're renting that out. Me and Graz had seen that on Airbnb, ten thousand oh dollars a month. That's a lot of money, right? So I'm like, who the hell's renting this for ten thousand dollars a month? Probably there probably. had to be there had to be six reviews of people that had it for a month. Wow! Mm-hmm. I'm like, you shit. Because yeah, you get some guy from the city who's making twenty five thousand a month. Yeah, you know, as a broker or as yeah. a you know like a mergers trader. Yeah. My. I, I won't say who it is, but someone that I'm connected to's brother is renting a house out on Long Island that was listed for sale for nine million dollars, and he's probably paying fifteen to twenty thousand a month to rent that house. Yeah, it's just crazy. because he, but but he's also paying his mortgage in the city. He still yeah. has a place in Manhattan. He didn't like sell his apartment yeah. in the city. He yeah. just during COVID, he didn't want to live in the city. He's a he's involved in a high you know a high income business, so he can afford it and. You know, it's like a, it's like an 11 bedroom house, mm. you know, and he's still paying whatever it costs to live in Manhattan. You yeah. Know, you don't like lose that. You don't lose just as much because you moved. So he's probably, you know, but, but it's no big deal. So if you, if you can go upstate where it's like nice and quiet and you have the money. Yeah. Shit, why not? You know? Yeah. 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 It's cool. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting to see what you guys are doing up there. I know we can't talk about it, but yeah. Talk a little bit about it. I just can't talk about what I'm doing physically, but you know, obviously Jimmy leaked it out, kind of. I mean, we weren't playing a baseball game; we're recording a show. Can't say who it's for and what we're doing on it, but I will be up here till probably mid July. Wow! Yeah, I thought it was going to be June, but it's going to be July. And um, yeah, you know the the tough part is I really haven't told work yet. Oh my god. Best to ask for uh, forgiveness than permission. Yeah, that's actually a nervous. When do they stuff. expect you back at the pizza place? <laughs> they expect me back June's uh, June sixth. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Tell them that made a mistake. Be like, guys, it was oh, never I said June July. 6th. It, was it was July. July. I said July. It was July. No, uh, it was August sixth. <laughs> I need two weeks oh to recover once I get home. Yeah. Think about the backlog oh, of epoxy god. signs you're going to have when you get back to Malden. So fucking nervous about that, but I, there's nothing I can do about it. Now. About work or about Just about, about, about your, your side stuff? Work uh, side stuff. It's fine. I get a lot of people reaching out to me still and I'm, I'm just straight up with them i said listen i might be able to do something yeah. like in a month it might not yeah, you be gotta get your feet months. like you gotta yeah, really get, get once they get like a schedule going like we'll see what we can do um you know jimmy's like you know hey use any machines you want but honestly you know dude he's got that shop bot um cnc oh yeah how's that thing? i don't want to fucking touch that thing it's like that thing's a monster it's beautiful but now what what does it drive through? It doesn't so drive it, through it, mock it, whatever. No, no, they have their own pro- proprietary shit, and it mm-hmm. just—I don't like get it. It's just too. Um, 
I, I don't even know what it is. I don't want to say too basic, but it's like, like Mach 3, like you can kind of see what you're doing and you got like mm. a little screen and all this shit. This you're just like putting in the G code and just hitting start and you can't see where the head is. And that, that yeah. tool chain, dude, you should see the spindle on that fucking thing. Yeah. Holy shit. It's three phase, five horsepower spindle, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. It is a fuck. Dude, it's it's a it's this round. That's just I was gonna say. Full, you thought your machine was dude, scary, dude. It's what's that? Paul? That's just an I, industrial grade machine, right? Oh my god, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and it's it's held up. I don't know. It, it's electric, but it's air assisted. The air is for the mm. tool changer, but the air pressure keeps the head up as well. Oh wow! So like, if you shut it off and cal- kill the air. The head will slam down to the table. Oh wow! That's why I'm like, I don't know how. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's what I said, Chris. Exactly. I thought Jimmy was nuts because I'm like, there's no way the air is keeping the head up. And sure as shit, dude, you let the air out of the tank, it will drop. And I don't. So what's generating the air? It's it's running on a compressor compressor as well, or outside? Yeah. Well, uh, a separate compressor. Yeah, it's not part of the machine. It's hooked up to a compressor, so the air pressure does the tool changer and then that's the other thing so it's got the tool changer at the end of the table and mm-hmm. when the when the head goes over it it's like a half inch of clearance Oof, so oh. that thing fucking comes it's like a freight train coming right at it <laughs> and i'm just like i'm think i'm good with that one no thanks i think i might play with the small one get that get yourself an x card and put it on the table <laughs> yeah yeah, you should but, have brought uh, your uh, stepcraft from home. You could have been using that. that. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's actually a good idea. It's probably what's the bet on that? Step-craft, the stepcraft. The stepcraft that would be probably about enough. It's like seventeen and a half by twenty three. Yeah, you so could do most be, of your yeah, signs yeah, on so, that. Yeah, like it's so one that, at a time. But yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But that's fine. But um, yeah. he has a small shop. But I, I think like um, oh, yeah, next yeah. week I'll play with that a little bit. Maybe get mm-hmm. that going. And uh, screw around with that because just the tool changer, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, you gotta every time, you know, how like you have to zero it out, you have yeah. to zero out the tool changer, and it's simple enough. Like, you just put in what tool you want, but I'm like, I don't want to get involved with that, I just want to turn something on and, and yeah. use it. But, um, yeah, but yeah, it's a, a beautiful machine. I can't believe that like they're gonna want the thing back. He's got to talk to them because <laughs> I, I would just yeah. think it's in their best interest to have him use the thing. I know. You know what I mean? Well, did like, you listen to the whole episode last week? Yeah. I, t- I, no. I figured out that thing is like sixty thousand dollars or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's thinking thirty. So what's, what's his name? Came like, in and like, no, it's about yeah. thirty. Thirty. Yeah. I'm like, what is he yeah. talking about? I'm like, no way. No that way. So much money, man. Yeah. The tool it, changer is fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's so, a beautiful machine, though. It that's cool. Really, yeah, yeah. really is nice. And I tell you, they just did a beautiful job with Jimmy's shop. It's all Jimmy's stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, it's funny because we were laughing about that. Like people are gonna watch us and be like, "What a fucking cheesy studio they made for it," you know? It's like it just it's so it just looks so nice. It's lit so well, and it just. You know, all his shit from over the years on the walls and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it just, yeah, it just, it looks unbelievable. It just, it really, really does look great, you know, so. It needed that little kick to, like, get that place finished. Yeah, yeah. Like, because it was getting there and getting there. And remember when he was away, we went up and tried to insulate it. And Mm -hmm. it was like, it was always going to get close. But the fact that it's done. Yeah. He's got to be, I mean, aside from the mezzanine, which is probably better that he didn't put it in yet because it would have yeah. changed the yeah. lighting yeah. and the feel of it. But he's. Yeah. it's got to feel so good for him to walk into it and 
yeah. kind of feel yeah. done. Yeah, you, know? you can tell he's having a lot of fun, and I'm just like, just I, I mean, it, I, I don't even want to fucking talk about because I'll probably get emotional about it. But it's like I'm still like a huge fucking Duresta fan, like you know what yeah. I mean, first and foremost. So it's like to be a fan of Jimmy Duresta and then be a you know a friend of Jimmy Duresta and then to be doing this project with Jimmy Duresta, it's like. It's a dream come true. Dude, it it is. It really is. And it's like, and he's having so much fucking fun with it. It's so much fun, you know? That's awesome. And, and, you know, he was just like, you know, the end of shooting on Friday. Because, like, honestly, dude, like, you know, I mean, I'm saying this for for the people that listen to this. You guys already know this. But, like, Monday, I was like, if they tell me to fucking go home, I'm going home. It's like, this sucks. It's just, (laughs) I, I can't do this, you know? It was so difficult you know and i was like i didn't think it was going to be anything like it was you know i just thought we we're going to be fucking around and there were just going to be a couple cameras and this is like legit you know and um but then tuesday was better wednesday was great thursday was phenomenal and just you know friday was just like it was just a great vibe and it's just like you know these people are just so encouraging and they got like a whole gig going the, the whole production team but jimmy's just like you know what do you think? How, how do you like it? And uh, I'm like, it's fucking, it was fucking good. He goes, it's fun, isn't it? He goes, I hate to admit it. He goes, but I love this shit, you know? And yeah, uh, it was just, well, he's like just the so biggest critic of the, of his own yeah. work. In, oh yeah. Yeah. In... No, he knows, he knows. And it, it's, um, but it is, it, it's just, it was just so much fun, you know? And, and I hope, you know, when we can talk about it and people can see what we've been working on, people are like, you know, there's going to be people, you know, they're telling us, right, they're like, you know, people are going to just break your fucking balls and say, you know, oh. you sell out, it sucks or whatever. But he goes, that's just yeah. people that are jealous. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, it's just, um, I, I think it's really going to, you know, be different and people are going to be like, wow, that was really fucking cool. You know? Yeah. When's John, when's John's airtime, dude? I want to see when like, <laughs> Johnny Duresta gets back on. Dude, I got a beautiful text from him last night and, uh, and I don't think he listens to the podcast, but if he does, you know, that's oh, great. But he, hold on. He, what, we need what? to have him on as a freaking guest. Oh, oh. are you kidding me? Dude, Wait, we might we have, have any, to bleep out have, a lot of shit. Do we, do we have any sponsors that um, yeah. sponsor well, us? Well, before we have sponsors, no. we could have to have the time to good. do it. But yeah, but he's uh, he's having a, a, a few health issues and stuff like that. He's doing fine. But he uh, sent me a, a great text the other night, and uh, it was just real nice. He's such a good guy, and, and that's a great idea. We should have him on. You know, maybe he can tell us some bullshit Jimmy stories or something. You know? <laughs> oh my god! But um, you could have Jimmy's mother on. Yeah, I'm sure, she's yeah, got some. Yeah. She's got some dirty laundry she could air out. <laughs> well, that was the original plan, right? Uh, like, yeah. we got to get uh, Nicole Duke on to like I make know. fun yeah, of Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Did you see his last video he just did? The Minecraft. He's a fucking yeah. mental case, man. Oh my god, he I couldn't believe gone. he did the water slide stickers for every single one. Of I those know. Blocks. I'm like, oh my god, did you I see it, Paul? No, that. I gotta see it. Dude, he, he makes like, like a, a full yeah. size like Minecraft thing, oh, and he took stickers. like a diorama. Yeah, and he took oh, stickers whoa. like you know the wet and slide stickers or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. Like you wet them and they slide oh, onto like a shit. model and stuff. That looks yeah. exactly the same as the. Yeah, yeah, it does look yeah. exactly. Oh my the same. god! Did, was that company a sponsor of the video or something, Chris? What company? The, the, the papercraft company. The, yeah, that made the no. stickers. Or, okay, because. No. Cause I was doing something while I was watching it and I seen him show like the model 
of the mm-hmm. airplane he did it and then he talked about him and he's like oh they you know you go online and get their shit whatever but um that's pretty cool that's actually a good idea for like just other things that you can you know yeah buy that that film and, and use it because i mean sometimes i do signs that i just can't you know i'd never be able to paint you know certain mm-hmm. parts of it and it would be neat to kind of do something like that you know yeah, no, it came out amazing. I thought that it was such a good video. It was Dude, so, funny so crazy. Oh my god, pissing my pants. There's a laughing. clip in the middle of it where I like, I literally was hysterically laughing. I was actually showing Angela last night. So like about 14 Ooh. minutes in, yeah. he's like playing the drums, and then he just like screams because he's yeah. been working on it for so. He's like, ah, and I yeah. literally was hysterically yeah. laughing because I was like, I I've had that exact moment where yeah. I've worked on something for so long that I just like lunge over and start and just like let it out i was like oh my god this is hysterical and he says that's that's that project took him the longest of anything he's ever made yeah yeah just to make all those cubes exactly oh. the same oh. like and you know, together oh. and no it's so funny like he's such an idiot in such a great way but like you know obviously you know not that he's writing scripts but you know it's scripted he's got nicole filming him now for a lot of the stuff but it's like he actually thought like to act this way, like in certain things, like, and I just find it so funny. Like he must go to her and she must just shake her head. So you gotta be shitting me. Like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, but he's just so goddamn funny. You know, he, he really is, you know, but yeah, that that was a good one. I, I tell you every time he comes out with one like that, I'm like, what could he possibly do? That's crazy next, you know? And then he comes out with something like this and it's like, it's like it's almost like find something that's so tedious no idiot would ever do and then mm-hmm. do it it's like when he took that pencil and carved it into the three pencils it's like who the hell would ever do that you know it just it just mm-hmm. nuts but i mean and, that's what did it that was like yeah. the thing right that was yeah. the, the one of the catalysts from getting his his channel going was like the the little sword yeah. The yeah. sword from the bolt, right? That was yeah. like maybe one of his first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the crazy. Moana thing, I think, was the yeah. first. Thing yeah, that was the viral, first, but... first one. But yeah, but that, that sword went out of the bolt, I think, was the one that really sent him over the top. That got like 100 million views on Facebook or some bullshit like that. Crazy. I'm assuming it did. I know it was at his... like 70 million at one point. The stainless steel bolt to the hunting knife has yep. 97 million views oh on YouTube. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Almost a hundred million views, and it's it looks like I can't tell. Oh no, no! For some reason, it's it's uh it has some sort of weird like hashtag on the top, like almost like it was trending, but I don't know why it would be like that. But uh, anyway, yeah, he uh yeah ninety 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 seven million nine hundred and sixty nine thousand. So That's basically ninety eight million views. Wow. God, there's got to be some serious ad. That's ad gotta money be, that's gotta be the, um, I don't want to be the one to say that's got to be the first like maker type video to surpass like a hundred million when it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's nobody else. Is huge, and yeah. on YouTube, on Facebook, it's one thing. Yeah. That's like a Drake because I feel music like video. Facebook views. Yeah. I feel like Facebook views like come in such massive waves. But like to hit a hundred million, that's like Justin Bieber's YouTube. new song gets like a hundred million. <laughs> yeah. You know that's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, shout out to Bobby Duke. But so uh, we know what Derek's been up to. Pinto, what have you been working on? Uh, a million different things. 
I've been a bunch of different railings, those aluminum tables, just trying to get the shop in order. I've been on a couple of different jobs installing things. Um, but it's finally getting kind of organized. I got some new guys coming in, um, to help. So it's just, just, I don't know. I, I'm so, so tired from the past week. Like I'm oh. forgetting like all the stuff that we've done, but it's going pretty yeah. good now. It's stressful trying to run a business. Yeah. yeah bringing in people, it compounds your stress. Every yeah, one person you bring in adds like, like two times the stress. Yeah. Cause now you got to watch them and see what they're doing and, you know, mm-hmm. making mistakes and reading plans and, you know, oh. it's hard, yeah. but I got one really good guy who, you know, always gets everything right. And, you know, he, he's very reliable. I got to get Sounds Fred like back Fred. in too. I, well, <laughs> that's not Fred, but I, is Fred get not Fred there anymore. In. No, Fred, I haven't had Fred, you know, there, uh, I haven't had him working in a while. You know, one, cause I don't know, he just kind of disappeared on me and two, like I just had a bunch <laughs> of welding shit to do and he's actually uh, been doing stuff at my uncle's house, but I got to have him back. Cause I have those aluminum tables. I got to put treks on the top. So I'm going to have him do all mm, the tops. Um, nice. and then we got, I think we might have a fence job actually for the barn which i was telling you guys about i'm trying Mm -hmm. to convince my father to get a bobcat so we can do that fence because he's doing like all the running the whole job up there at the barn they went like through a major renovation and now there's like hundreds and hundreds of feet of fence that they need for the horses because they cleared they cleared a bunch of land and Mm -hmm. in order to pay for all that fence i think it'd be like 65 grand worth of fence um for all the horse paddocks i'm like why don't we just buy a bobcat and buy one of those hydraulic fence pounders and yeah. order the material right from the mill and just do it ourselves. Cause it's like so simple. It's just yeah. you know, treated, you know, round fence posts that you pound into the ground and then white Oak rough sawn boards that you just nail with a nail gun right into those posts. So it's no. like, it's it doesn't get such... wire or anything. No, no, it doesn't need it. Right. Cause no. the horse is kind of like, don't mess with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just for, you know, boards, four white oak boards mm-hmm. and then posts every eight feet. So you get 16 foot boards and then, you know, eight foot long mm-hmm. posts and they're spaced out eight feet apart. It's like mm-hmm. anybody could do it. I'm just going to go there. And if we end up doing it, pound everything in, lay it all out with Fred, set all the posts, and then we'll just have some, you know, carpenters or whoever, you know, shoot yeah. those things in with a nail just gun run or something. right behind you. Yeah. yeah. And it's a good excuse to get a bobcat. Cause I don't know if you've ever yeah, gone on. Sure. Yeah. Cause I've always, I, you know, I love machines like that and I've always wanted one, but it's actually something that could be very useful. Oh yeah. For oh, a bunch yeah. of different things for me. And I don't know, you know, that um, thing RR buildings uses that um, boom, that skid steer boom. Mm-hmm. I think it's from quick, quick attach or something. That company that makes all the um, attachments for skid steers. It's pretty awesome. It's like a hydraulic boom. I think it could reach like 25 or maybe even more than that feet up in the air. Um, and I could use it on smaller jobs that aren't big enough to have a crane or even rent a big, huge lull. But if I still need a way to get material like one or two stories up in the air, you know, for Mm -hmm. some smaller stuff, I could bring that machine there and lift a thousand pounds or, you know, 500 pounds depending on the beam. Cause a lot of these beams aren't super heavy, you know, for smaller jobs, they might be like 600 pounds, 500 pounds. Um, which is, you know, you still need some type of machine to lift them up. So I 
thought that would be a good thing to do, you know? Yeah. I think uh, Matt's Matt's uh, boss, they'll use a Bobcat with a, a little boom on it every yeah. once in a while. It makes sense, you know, because a lot of times you don't want to spend – you might want to – you might be at a job for two or three days and you don't want to have a crane there and spend seven, $8,000 on a crane. I know. Or, you know, a big, huge lull. Well, once you maybe, have to, like, bring in an operator, the cost just becomes that, Yeah, like, yeah. You know. And it's something I can I was use just all talking the time. To, uh, yeah, I was just talking to the the guy, the GC that's running that restaurant job, the one I had sent you the drawings yeah, for, yeah. Paul. So it looks we're probably going to wind up converting all the staircases to wood, including yeah. the exterior one, because yeah. the budget's not there. But even the so even to put in the columns that they need inside, I was like, dude, how are you going to get these columns in? You know, like they're there's they're going to be so heavy. They're eleven feet six by six. I think they're going to wind up being like six by six by half. Oh god, I was like, I was like, dude, just rent a lull for the day. You could demo the stairs on the back of the building with the lull, you know, like yeah. put forks underneath the stairs, <laughs> like cut them off. No, no, I mean, oh, like, no, not, oh, not to oh, like, not to rip them off. Oh, like, you oh, got to oh. like, it's a controlled demo. So, yeah, like, you yeah, could, yeah. and I said, then you could telescope the boom of the lull into the basement yeah. and move those columns around without having to have like, how are you going to, what are you going to do? Those and are heavy. Yeah, they're going to be so heavy. So, you know, he was like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, uh, I was like, Macklin will love that. He'll love to drive a lull around. That's like his oh, favorite God. thing in that's, the world. That's too. a good job for him. You know? Yeah. So. You just get the forks right through the side of the building. Dude, I got to I never sent you the photos of the inside of the building because I know you had a lot of stuff going on this yeah. week. It's, uh, it's, uh, I'll send them to you. Is it's it crazy. But yeah, I've been, I've been bidding a bunch of work. There's a ton of work kind of coming. And then last week, I made that, I made a YouTube video about that little chamfering tool. Which uh, that thing's crazy. Really been good for me. I gotta say, I was. I, I think I just need to. And Derek's told me this before. I feels like a. I feel like a real sellout. But I think I just have to stop making projects and just start making videos about shitty tools I buy on Amazon because <laughs> that video in the last two days has gotten like seventy thousand views. Oh my god! And what I've video? sold. The, the little chamfering tool video. Oh, yeah, 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 it. yeah, yeah. I did, I did. Last Sunday, I was working in my shop, and I was like, you know what, like. I posted about it on Instagram and it got a million comments and, you know, uh, uh, views. And I was like, wow, like people really like this little thing. I said, let me just make a quick YouTube video. You know, I'll film it. I'll film a little demo and I'll just throw it up on a Sunday uh, and see how it does. So I posted it up. I put the Amazon links as I, as I always do. And, you know, it, it did pretty well right off the bat. And then I put out another video on, uh, friday or thursday i don't remember and it you know it like when you when you every time you put out a video you know it like tells you how your last how it's doing in comparison to the last one so i kind of stopped paying attention to the chamfering tool but uh i checked it today and it's got like i don't even know the last time i checked it let's check it right now it's got uh 120,000 views oh my god 67,000 in the last 48 hours and wow. like um 30,000 clicks to Amazon. When that algorithm the, hits, it hits hard. Dude, let me tell you when it hits on a on a good on a good product like yeah. that. I mean, you guys know my experience with Amazon products, but mm-hmm. uh in the last week I sold $28,000 worth of stuff through Holy Amazon. Holy shit. This freaking kid. I mean, Bro, I don't make. Obviously, I, I'm not. I, I didn't can't make wait 20, for the after show. 
Oh my God! Yeah, it's been. I. I it's like, but it, when it's we so. Get the it's true dollar amounts, Paul. It's in, yeah. It's encouraging. It's encouraging, but it's at the same time, it's like it's upsetting that I can do something so simple and stupid, like make a video about a thing, which takes no. Anybody could make that video. Anybody, like an eight-year-old. It's like the kid opening toys. But then if I like build something super complicated that like has so much work and thought into it, van ramp. Nothing Isn't garbage, amazing? you know. Five thousand views on that video. It kind of sucks that that's how it is. Like, it sucks. I was What's just that? saying how, like, you know, like I built the van ramp, this yeah. huge project, so yeah. much work. I thought so that was going to get like five million views. Six six thousand views that video has. And then I can do something. I could talk about a, a, a an eighty eight dollar Chinese tool. I mean, look at the the sewing machine. Yeah. It's got over a million views on that stupid video. But I, you know, I, it's, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about it, but at the same time, it's just sad. It makes you like, like, damn. That yeah. Sucks. Cause you put so much work into one thing, you know, and mm-hmm. then it doesn't well, that, get. That's what Jimmy was talking about. Look at his little toolbox video, like the, the success he got from that. You know, you don't know where your next big success is going to come from. Yeah. So. Maybe just do that. Though. Just do tool reviews. Yeah. Why not? Did we lose Chris? Uh oh, he's, he's frozen. Uh oh, Chris. Oh shit, oh, he's gone. He disappeared. He went to go get another tool to oh review. Oh my god, <laughs> are we still recording or did it stop? It says recording. Yeah, so. but the clock's not ticking. Yeah, so maybe he just disappeared. Oh boy, he gets so excited. Oh god, it's gonna be midnight. Okay. All right, well we're back. Anyway, I'll splice it. Anyway, it's just I was just saying how it, it's it's you know the things that do well are not the things that you care about. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously I'm happy to I, I gained like two thousand subscribers to my channel, which are people that are interested in metalworking, right? So they're going to watch the videos that I put out. So it's they're real, you know, they're not. It's not uh, it's it's not bad, but at the same time, it's uh. You know, I'm I'm about to put out the video of those bike racks and it's like how well will that do? You know, like is that gonna do as well as this stupid product? I don't know. Yeah. So you never know. You never know yep. what people are interested in, you know. Mm-hmm. Look at all those crazy like Russians had a lot like of those the issues. Pinto's had a lot of videos that did incredibly well and then other ones where you like yeah. knew they were gonna do like, well and then they just don't. It's so crazy. It's kind of frustrating, but How'd know, your just, truck uh, bed video do? Not good at all. It's like weird. That's annoying. Yeah, it sucks. It's like maybe it's probably because I'm just not posting as much. Maybe yeah, it's got mm. two and a half thousand views. You're like, yeah, I don't get it. Wow. Didn't you shoot know. a video, Derek? Didn't we were talking yeah. about like the net? I mean, now you're you're wrapped up, so I feel like you probably won't make any content other yeah, than Instagram well. for a while. Yeah. But I've um, been doing that. It's it's been crazy. Like with Instagram, it's funny. So the other day was like the first day I've lost more viewers than I've than I've gotten. What do you mean? Viewers or subscribers? Subscribers, subscribers, yeah, followers. Really? uh, Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I think it's just because, I mean, I really haven't put anything out, and I have like a core group of like a hundred people that I know will message me, like. At least once a day, like maybe not at least once a day, not at least once a day. I shouldn't say maybe four or five times a week. And, um, but you're in constant communication with them. Yeah. 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 
And they've been like so supportive, unbelievable. And I know when I go back, they'll be there. But I just think some people like, I think some people like the stories or something. I don't know. Maybe Instagram just cleans out bullshit accounts. Like I never really accept any like bullshit accounts. I delete all those. So I don't know. It's it just, it's just weird. Yeah. I lost, like the other day I lost like, like, like 60 people mm. that were following me, but it's like, whatever. Is your Instagram I, I really private? No, right? No, no. But um, so I'm just like, I don't care. I'm gaining a lot some days, you know, like today, yeah. I got like 60 of them. So it's like, whatever, it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to worry about it. I got bigger things to worry about right now yeah. you know, get, that I got to get through. But, you know, I think like this weekend, I, you know, there's a thing going on at the Blackthorn. So I'll, you know, probably be local and, you know, doing my thing, you know, not really doing my thing, just kind of hanging out. But I think the following weekend, I'll kind of be back to doing some stuff on the weekend. So I think, you know, it'll kind of level out and, you know, people who see me do my thing will kind of be around and see me do that. So we'll see. I, I got to stop worrying about it so much, you know, cause it just, I, I can't figure it out. You know? Yeah. You just have to not think about it. I mean, it's yeah. the same thing with the YouTube videos. Like, like, yeah. I, like as much as I'm saying, like, you know, it, it sucks when something doesn't do well doesn't really matter right it's just one more thing and you never know when like even the videos that you've got on your channel derek like the birdhouse yeah you know like yeah the birdhouse was like that crazy jump yeah you know how many views does the birdhouse have it's uh, 524,000. yeah i was hoping to pick up we're getting some nice weather people should be building birdhouses right (laughs) maybe maybe they all know how to make them now so that's why they all learned last year well half a million people learned from you so you've given them the knowledge you know yeah it's just so funny there's just so many people out there that's what me and uh christina were up at like a scenic view today just looking out over, I guess, I think it's the Hudson Valley or whatever it is that, so I don't know what the hell I'm looking at, but what between just, Wyndham just, and, yeah, and Durham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? And it's just like, there's so much fucking land. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's not, that's like a speck of like ground. Like, you know what I mean? Speck. Yeah, that's nothing. And it's just like, it, it's just like this world and there's a lot of people and it's a big place, you know? So, you know, screw it. Who cares? Every time me and Angela go to the South shore of Long Island, which is like mm. far more populated and yeah. like, you know, not city like by any means, like still very much suburb, but yeah. just a totally different environment from like where we live now. Yeah. I'm like, I hate it here. I hate it. I hate, yeah. I hate this place. Like, yeah. you know, you, people are driving like lunatics and there's traffic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. I hate it. like I want to go somewhere. There's no one, not, nothing around. I know. That's what I want. You know? I want peace and quiet. That's it. But then you need the other things. You need the rest. Yeah. Of you, know, yeah. you need like the so civilization. Yeah. No, Christina says, she goes, I haven't seen something since I've been up here and I don't like it. I'm like, what's that? She says, I haven't seen an Amazon truck. Does Amazon deliver here? Yeah. Uh, Christina, they deliver here. It's just where we live. It's like, you know, they're at the house six times a day. So they're always mm-hmm. on our street, you know? <laughs> but yeah. it's like, of course, Amazon delivers here, you know? But it's just, um, you know, with Amazon and internet connection, the world is a lot smaller, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it always, you know, sh- you know, shocked me when we went to, um, when we were in England, we went to Alex Steele's house and, like, the kid lived in the middle of nowhere. No, yeah, you guys like, were just, saying that. Yeah, it just showed you, like, a shop and an internet connection and a camera. You know, you mm-hmm. can, can do whatever you want, you know, That's be wherever you needed, want. That's all right? Yeah, yeah, just amazing. 
I mean, like Jimmy leaving the city, you know, it's like, yeah, which you just did. That I would think you could yeah. have like a successful, uh, mm-hmm. you know, did he get rid of the apartment? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's public, yeah. but well, he may or may not now. have. Yeah. 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 He can answer that. I think he's yeah. talked about it, but yeah. So, I mean, it's, you but, know, uh, so why have it? You know? It's just funny because it was like when he first came up here, I'm like, wow, I wonder if he could hack it up here full time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously because of COVID, it, you know, changed everything for everybody. But yeah. even pre-COVID, you know, he really wasn't going down there. He was going down there basically to collect a couple bills and then to, you know, make a few deposits at some banks that were down there. You mm-hmm. know, it was like it was getting to be a chore. And I think that's what like just anything in life, like when the pain gets great enough you'll stop doing what it is that bothers you you know and it it seemed like that's how going to the city was you know and now he's like you know he has enough success where he goes if i wanted to go to the city and stay there i'll just rent a room yeah which we all know is bullshit he'd just sleep in his car like an animal sleep in an alley yeah yeah he wouldn't rent a room why would he rent a room it's hard it's hard to do new york city without like a ton of money like and you have a car like it's it's yeah. it's a rat it really is a rat race it's tough yeah yeah you know at least you know have a penthouse and a freaking rolls royce to come drive you all around everywhere yeah, yeah. It's, it's but it's well that was well, like the big issue like when he would make stuff and he'd have to deliver it like, that's crazy imagine oh my god like doing built-ins and shit oh double packing he does it yeah I go to these shops in the city and like, you know, like when I was working in Manhattan, we used to deal with like some cabinet shops and some of them were big and they had big operations where they had, you know, they clearly had huge money behind them. Right. Because they had to be paying $40,000 a month in rent for some of these massive spaces and they've got forklifts and parking and all the shit. But some of these shops are like, you know, they're sandwiched between two buildings. They've got no loading dock. They've got mm-hmm. no forklift because there's nowhere to put it. And they're, Amazing. you know, but they're still full-fledged cabinet shops. So when they get lumber delivered, it's like worse than my situation, you know, because they have bigger stuff coming more frequently. There's nowhere to park. You can't even get to the garage doors half the time because there's somebody double parked in front of your door. And these guys are trying to figure out like how to park the box truck like around the corner, then like double park it out front, load the truck, go like crazy. I don't know. It's amazing. And then when you it even yeah. yeah. Then when you get to the city, you gotta you gotta deal with it. Like I remember talking to cabinet makers from Long Island that would work in the city, and they were like, "Yeah, every time we work in the city, we pay a guy for the whole day just to sit in the box truck all day." You know, mm-hmm. so like now you're paying a guy literally just to be in the truck, double parked all day, and he's still probably going to get a ticket. You know? Yeah. And like the stress of that, like, oh. God. Yeah, that's what like downtown Boston. It's funny. Like you'll see a lot of the delivery trucks. Like they'll literally park like on the yellow line, like half on each side, mm-hmm. and they'll park right in the middle of the street. And then it's funny because then everybody else thinks like, oh, it's okay just to park in the middle of the street. And everybody else starts doing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's funny with uh, the pizza parlor, we pretty much park wherever we want, and we get tickets all day, and we can park anywhere we want except for a, a fire hydrant and handicap parking. Anything yeah. else is fair game with the company. They don't care. But – like the seaport, I'm sure it's like Manhattan now. Like, there's not even any place to park illegally. Yeah, there's no place to park. Yeah. There's no that's it. Stopping, you know. Like each building has like an entrance that, like, they pull like the delivery truck in or something mm-hmm. like that. But there's no 
commercial park and there's no, you know, no standing zone, nothing. It's just, there's no place to park. So you can't yeah. park illegally. It's such a pain in the ass. It's just like, I don't know. I, I just got to get away from it all. So yeah. Hopefully. When I did that thing um, at Andrew Schultz's studio, he's in like, like a really like cool part of Brooklyn. Right. So yeah. you just, there's nowhere to go. So during the day, there's nowhere to park cause there's all like industrial shops. And then at night mm. there's nowhere to park cause there's all apartments. So yeah. Like I'm, you know, there with Macklin and I'm double parked in front of his loading dock at his building, just like hoping I don't get a ticket because like that wasn't built into the price. So like if I get a ticket, yeah, I'm paying for that ticket, you know? So like the whole time I'm like stressed out, I'm, I'm like going and checking my car and blah, blah, blah. God forbid you get towed, you're screwed. Dude, that's literally my worst nightmare. I'm like, I get like sick over the thought of that, Yeah, you know? And, um, but it's it's just part of it. And then you, as you're driving around, everybody's just dealing with it. I'm like, dude, forget that. Yeah. All the contractors, I mean, I'm sure, you know, like in the city, they just added on to the job. Oh yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? they just add X amount of tickets and that's it, you know, and that's how mm-hmm. they do it. You know? Yeah. Uh, the, um, the, I actually had a cabinet maker from Massachusetts who somehow got involved with a job in Manhattan. We were doing uh, off of Broadway and this guy had like no stomach for New York City. So this guy mm-hmm. was, they were driving, they would drive down from Massachusetts and they would work for the week because they didn't know how to drive and park in the city. They would drive the truck to the site in the morning, unload all their tools, then drive to Queens, park what? the truck at a hotel they were staying at in Queens that had an outdoor parking lot oh. that they could leave the box truck at, then take an Uber back to the city. Oh, that's so they a wouldn't nightmare. get to the site because you couldn't walk in the door until nine o'clock anyway. So the first walk in the door at nine would be to unload. Then they would spend two hours or so going back to Queens, yada, yada, yada. Then finally one day I was like, dude, like, you know, in the city, you can park a box truck anywhere you can find a parking spot in Manhattan. You know, like he's like, oh, no, no. Like, aren't I going to get a ticket? What if I get towed? So one day I, I I found a spot right in front of the building and I stood in the spot and I'm like, dude, you got to get here and you can have this parking spot. The guy was so stressed out and frantic just trying to drive his, he had like a, like a, it was a sprinter actually. It wasn't even the box truck he was in. So it was like what I drive all the time. Yeah. He was so stressed out and he's like, dude, I'm not a city person. He's like, you don't even understand. Like I can't mm. even turn on a block here without feeling like I'm going to hit somebody or I'm going to hit something or somebody's going to hit me. And he was like white. He was so nervous. And I think, you know, he was like a, like, you know, he was a guy from the country, you know, being in Manhattan alone was too much. It is overwhelming driving. If you're not used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's always funny when you just drive down, you see the, all the trucks with the mirrors hanging off. You're like, Oh, this guy don't, park in the city <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you, you know, know meanwhile meanwhile the, in, you know? the foreman for my company uh, would like zip around the city re- like relentless park get tickets move double park whatever he needed to do it was like you know he didn't care at all he was like the opposite of this dude yeah. you know and it's just you know you, you get you get so used to it i think and the, and the people that grow up living in manhattan with cars you just have to be like you must be so bored when you drive through like a like a rural county. Like there's no yeah. honking, no pedestrians or city bikers. Well, that's it's funny. I was just saying it to Patrick. Uh, what did I say? I said something about driving in Boston. What the hell was it? Oh, like your car breaks down. 
we're talking about cars breakdown. I says, oh, man, I said, I had to buy a brand new car. I says, because in Boston, you know, you break down. You got 100 people giving you the finger, telling you're an asshole. He's like, <laughs> that must be a Massachusetts thing, not not here. And I'm like, I don't know, but, it, like, people don't like it, you know. But it's yeah. like, but like my, my work truck, it's wide. And it's like the north end. I hate the north end and Beacon Hill. Those roads are so narrow. It's like in like the north end, it's like you can't even like get up on the curve. The Beacon Hill is the same way, but it's like mm-hmm. it just is a pain in the ass. And then oh, the yeah. wheelbase is so small. So if you're parked tight to the curb and you and you take a um you take a you know like a sharp turn, like the ass end of my truck goes out and it will hit something. Oh. It just just sucks. Just a pain in the ass. Those but. trucks trucks must be uh scarred up. I oh have yeah. To imagine oh yeah. They see oh, some yeah. real abuse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the mirror thing, it's just a common thing. Like that's not even, you know, they, they take accidents real serious, but the mirrors are like, it's just, that's just what happens. They're disposable. They, you just like yeah, throw in a couple yeah, extra in the yeah. back of the truck. It's like. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's my, that's my, my love of the city. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I always wanted to have like a really shitty, shitty car to drive around New York City so you could really play tag <laughs> with the taxi drivers, you know? Like, yeah. why not? Yeah. But if you're in like your nice car, you're like, oh, no, no, this guy's going to get me. I have to drive through the Bronx every time I – not through the Bronx, but I have to drive on the cross Bronx, which goes through. And, um, you know, now that the weather is getting better – Every time on the cross Bronx, somebody rips by me on a dirt bike or a quad crazy. or a sport bike. <laughs> and I'm always like, dude, like one of these guys is just going to like get taken out by my mirror. Cause they're like right at head height. You know, they're like, yeah, you know, they're like, they're lower than a semi's mirror, but higher than a car's mirror, like perfect to like clothesline you off your, uh, off your little KTM. It's uh one of these days it'll happen. I'll have to film it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys have coming up next, Dan? Derek, you, you yeah. got everything. Yeah, yeah. No, I got a couple of things coming up. I just can't tell you about them. But I'm I'm looking at my uh, text messages. My buddy Baldhead here, he um, went um, hunting for burls in the woods, and like he's sending me like pictures of like, like look at all these. He's been slicing huh. them up. Whoa. Interesting. I'm like, dude, I've never seen like burls to stabilize like stabilize them or to use them for yeah, like Yeah, probably sta- stabilize them. I don't know. I haven't asked him. You know, he said he's going to send a bunch of them to my house. But um, yeah, just a, that's just amazing. Wow. You ever see burls like that in the woods? I mean, like I've, I, I mean, I've seen them on the sides of trees, but I've never been like, yeah. oh, there's actually, there's one right in my town. There's this tree that like every year they cut more branches off it and it has a burl on the side of it that's, it's got to be this big it's yeah. huge like you could sit on yeah. it huh. it's yeah. so big and i've always yeah. like every time i drive by i see it every day i'm like man the day they take that tree down i just want to like lop that thing off the side because it's yeah. got to be 100 years old i mean the grain yeah. in it has to be like insane you know yeah yeah um yeah. but no i've never really i don't know i never really, like done any of that stabilizing or any of that shit yeah it's a cool it's thing kinda, yeah it's kind of like you gotta that's gotta be like your thing like mm-hmm. you just don't dabble in that like well, it's like even if you make knives, like you'll get more scale material in a week than you could make knives for the rest of your life. You yeah, know? It's like, yeah, yeah. 
that kid Lewis will like make knife scales and he'll have like 60 sets of knife scales. I'm like, dude, you made like three knives last year. You know, like what <laughs> yeah, are you doing yeah. with 60, 60 pairs? Of, I, even now in my shop, I probably have a more knife scale material than I could use in 10 lifetimes. Yeah. I, I, I think like you just look at it and you, I I just know me, like I almost bought some the other day. Like I know I'm not going to make a knife and it was like a guy kind of local to me. Um, he, he, um, make some and we were mm-hmm. just talking and um he just like like i'm like man he makes like some beautiful handles i'm like i have like i have no reason to buy those you know what i yeah. mean like i'm not gonna make a, a knife anytime soon like that you know i'd like to but it's just not gonna happen it's funny i was um this past weekend on the first chris so cash had a uh chris cash had an open house at his place i saw that mm-hmm. And um, I was looking, I was watching one of the guy's stories, right? And Matt from That Works had a bunch of like scale material out on the table, like stabilized pearls. And literally while I was watching it, I like paused it because I was like, man, some of those look so nice. And then I had the same thought, Derek. I stopped myself. I'm like, what, I'm going to message him and be like, oh, save one of those for me so that yeah. I can do what with it? You know, like yeah, it's it just a, a cool thing. Exactly. I have literally, I have a drawer with like, stabilized knife scales that I had like bought from a guy on Instagram like five years ago, you know, they're just like mm. sitting in a drawer, you know, they're probably like all dried out and shitty now, but you just, they are cool to look at. Yeah. Make sure you want to make like Patrick Adair, like rings that yeah. I would never wear, you know? Yeah. Did you see his new car? Yeah, I did. Did you that's see that? Pinto? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy because that's, that's like a $350,000 car. Yeah. And Dude, he's got a couple. He of, I mean, you see like, the Raptor he has too. He's driving a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar Raptor. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That I, put, was just, I was just talking on. with him the other day. He uh, he's like he he was nice enough to um, send me a gift send card. You some money? He's like, no, well, kinda. He gave me like he 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 can't do like a. I forget what he said. Like his website screwed up. Like they have to give you a gift card to like give you stuff through it. Like they mm. can't just credit you. You have to like get a thing. So he's it's like better for his account. Some stuff. He's like, get, get some stuff on the website. And he's like, I might head out to East Durham. And I said, well, come out over the summer, you know? And he yeah. said, maybe I drive out. I was like, take the McLaren. He goes, I like how long did it take. He's like, like 18 hours. I says, take Where's the McLaren and do it in oh nine. I forget where it's like in like Western part. Of the country. You wouldn't want to put the miles on that freaking. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He's just joking, but, yeah. but he said he's going to come out, but I love just, those cars. I, I, I love like looking at his shit because it's just so funny. Like it goes against everything. Like, you know, all this expensive machinery and shit. Like mm-hmm. this dude is just like fucking around with like shitty equipment. How many people does he have? Dude, he has a lot of people at work for him. Yeah, I, I, must it's, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm sure this he isn't just a money laundering operation. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Wait, what's he his just, name? Patrick, Patrick Adair. Adair. Yeah, he sells a ton of rings, and they're beautiful. Yeah, and some of them are some they're of them like, are three, four thousand dollars, yeah, and some yeah, of them are cheap. Real, yeah, they're real. Like he sells some real wow. high end stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, you start selling stuff that costs three and four grand each. You don't have to sell many of them to stop making yeah. some money. Yeah, the yeah. process is like the same, you know. It's the but, same thing. Yeah, and the material is yeah. expensive, but like it's funny because <laughs> I know what he's got going. Like, and we've talked about it, right? He's got like yeah. the Harbor Freight metal yeah. mill, metal lades and shit. And it's the other day I was on Instagram. I think I told you guys this in the group chat. There's another company, and I, I I'm hoping to see the ad again 
but it's like the same thing. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not him. It's a different company. They yeah. make rings and it's like yeah. 10 guys. And it's like, you know, the, the commercial is like the typical, like, you know, cheesy, like we yeah. are artisans, like honing our craft. And it's like a yeah. bunch of dudes in leather aprons with like hipstery beards, like on their har- red harbor. Probably in like Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, I think it is in Portland. It's like it was called like forged, some fucking you know like Google algorithm name. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know buying ads on Instagram, but it's it was like exactly his business model, but mm-hmm. a little more uh, commercialized. Yeah. Where he, I you know, I think they're a little more low key. Like you know, yeah. they make their rings and they sell them, and yeah, um, you know, there's definitely room in the market for probably twenty of those companies because the demand is is there. Yeah. But, um, it's just so crazy to think that, you know, I'm sure it was just a little, very minor hobby for him Yeah, that turned yeah. into this insanely I, I lucrative too, deal. I think he does so well too. Cause like he finds like a cool material, like, mm-hmm. like who was making rings out of semiconductor? What is, what's it? A semiconductor? semiconductor or, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, you know, and then he did like the, uh, meteorite. Like nobody's yep. fucking making rings out of meteorites and you know what I mean? And so, you know, he gets ahead of it and people are like, you know, when you think of it, like how many millions of wedding bands are sold a year? Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to a big percentage of the market going to you. And like somebody I was talking to was telling me, it's like, like, I mean, you're, you're going to be buying a wedding band. Like men's wedding bands suck. Like I mm-hmm. never even wore mine. I wore mine my wedding day, and that was it. I've never worn it again. You know. Yep. And, and I um, went looking, and they have these cheesy like, oh, this is yeah. Tanzanite. It's like, oh, yeah. What is this? yeah, yeah. It's all like junk, you know. And it's yep. like, uh, you know, it, it's just it's the same old garbage. So he has mm-hmm. stuff that's different, and you know, people are like, hey, that's cool. And a lot of it's real affordable. Like you know, like you said, he has some real high end rings, but he has a lot of affordable rings too, you know? Yeah. That's what I was looking at when I went on his website. Cause I was like, you know, like there's not, there's far more, far more people that'll spend $250 on a ring than there are that'll spend 4,000. Mm-hmm. And he's got like, he, he did it right. You know, he's got $200, $300 rings that are yeah. just you know, still really cool looking, you know, they have yeah. like, I, I, personally, it's not my style, but I'm looking yeah. at his website right now. He's got like, with like this glow in the dark blue shit called the frostbite. He's got one with ember and a yeah. white one called the ghost ring. Like I would never wear any of these, Yeah, no, they're $295. There's gotta yeah. be a hundred thousand people who would want those. You oh know? yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, you only need a very small percentage of the market to, you know, be successful, mm-hmm. you know, but He's got it, you know, and uh, good yeah, for him. Good for him. Good for Patrick Adair. But yeah, that would be funny if uh, one day he just like rolled up in the McLaren. I had a buddy who uh, he's a <laughs> he's a bit of a speed guy. He definitely likes his cars. He's got a couple Ferraris and a few Porsches now. And um, a couple of years back, this is probably like close to ten years ago now, he came to Boston and he lived on Long Island. And there was another buddy from Long Island also in Boston that weekend when we were riding BMX. And the one of the kids was like, oh, I'm going to take the bus home tomorrow. He's like, dude, I'll just give you a ride. At the time, I think he was driving like an M3 or something. He's like, yeah, dude, don't worry about it. So my friend, you know, drives him from from Boston back to Long Island in his M3. And then the next day, my friend calls me. He's like, dude, he goes, have you ever been in the car with Chris? I go, yeah, I've been in the car with him like once or twice. He's like, no, like on the highway. I go, no. Why? He goes, dude, he goes, we made it home in two and a half hours. 
He goes, it was the scariest ride I've ever been on. He's like, he went 90 to 100 the entire time. He's weaving. Oh. This kid has serious, serious money. Like, like I don't care how many speeding tickets I get kind of money. Yeah. And he'll just drive. He'll just get himself out of trouble and he'll just go yeah, as fast yeah. as he wants to go. It, no, I, I think Pinto's talking. Is he? Well, Pinto better we go, go buy a new mic. Yeah, He's I know. Back. I had it on mute because I had some some noise in the background. I I, uh, I, 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 I saw the visit. Yeah, yeah. She's you know. A day, a day should go by. Um, pick up one of his lathes at Harbor Freight in the McLaren. That would be a oh great video. Oh, Can you imagine? He has a car channel too. He has a, a YouTube channel where he just does car shit. Does he? Did you oh, know that? Yeah, he has no. his ring. His his business channel. I think I, I looked it up not that long ago when he bought the McLaren. Um, his like design channel has 800,000 subscribers. And then his car channel has, I think, uh, a good chunk too. I'll have to follow him on that. Oh yeah. It's called buy it, build it, drive it. Patrick Adair. It's only, he's only got like 14,000 subs, but Uh if you're into cars, I think, uh, I got to follow. Yeah. Of the week. That's not my pick of the week. Ah. It's not my pick of the week. I'm, I'm my pick of the week is whistling diesel blowing up that. Oh my god! That's my pick that. of the week. The video of him hitting the fence post. Oh my I god! Laughed hysterically. It was ridiculous. I laughed, absolutely ridiculous. I audibly laughed out loud. It was so funny, and you know whatever. I mean, he's a wise ass, and people hate him, but let mm-hmm. him do his thing. I I yeah. would take him over Jake Paul any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. You know. I, like, mean, I can't stand Jake Paul, but whistling diesel, I, I can accept he's his funny. level of like, like just asinine behavior. Derek, you didn't watch the video of him no, hitting the fence no, post? No. Oh my God. You got to watch that. So and then you got to watch his welding tutorial. Oh, I didn't watch that. Oh, one. that one's good. That was from like a year ago. He's got to be which, uh, doing pretty which well. One? Was it his last one? His last video? No. D- he bought a Carolina squat truck minutes. too. Yeah. Yes, he got the Carolina squat. No, you got to watch the one destroying an F two fifty in ten minutes, and then the clip that I'm referring to oh, is, yeah. starts yeah. at a minute in. He it's just so runs through like twenty fence posts. Oh, that's so funny. You know, it's funny as I was thinking of him today. I was driving down the street, and we we, we pull out up from the highway onto the street, and I'm behind this thing. Let's see if you can see. I'll pause it. It's like a tractor thing. Oh, I've seen oh, those. Yeah. It's like so crazy. It was something like something out of friggin' uh, it like goes over like the crops Dr. Seuss or something. something. Yeah, it must go over the crops. Yeah. You ever that seen the videos it. of the guys on the sport bikes that go under those? No. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. People are crazy. Crazy. People are nuts. What's your pick of the week, Derek? Oh boy, hold on. I don't even know if I watched a YouTube video this week. I know I watched Bobby Dukes, but I'm not picking Bobby. He doesn't need our help. Poor Bobby. Hold on. Um, I already gave ten hundred before. Uh, yeah, I'm boring. It's same thing. Friggin' fireball tools. You know the ratchet trap gonna... video was good. Yeah, yeah, that was, was a good video. But I'm gonna go with my boy Chris, Chris Burton, a glimpse inside. I just watched one of his videos, and I just like Chris, and I like his videos, so that's going to be my pick of the week. Nice. He's a good guy. He's a good family man, and 
a good person. And I think he just went full time, quit his job again, and uh, is just doing content. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a good kid. You know, I'm looking forward to things. You know, um, you know, happening again, events, and seeing people. And he's one of the people that I enjoy talking to and seeing. So that's my thing. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Pinto, give me something. Um, uh, mine is. I think you already. Well, you definitely talked about him. But you might have already picked him for this too. But Andrew Camerata, I've been watching all his videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> um. He, he, I'm going with Chia Pinto. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to knock her out. Um. <laughs> But anyway, tell her she has to join the Patreon if she wants yeah, access. Yeah, you want to come out of the microphone? <laughs> I don't know if we can handle. She could be our we'll next yeah. guest. Next we'll time you can't sponsors. make it, Paul. Maybe she could be. In. Yeah, I'll have her fill in for you. For me, yeah, oh, Jimmy God. was breaking his balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jimmy's got nothing on her. Dude, it's funny. I last night I went on. Uh, my wife was on TikTok. Oh and yeah, I'm like she's like. She's like, I gotta stop this. She's like, the other night it was like two and a half hours. I'm oh, like, it's what crazy. What the fuck are you doing on? I, it's like, I don't get stuff like that. I get just girls with big boobs, like shaking. That's them, right? what that's, this- that's what you are attracted to. That the algorithm dude, feeds been, those dude, to you. I've been I've been on TikTok three <laughs> times, right? So she so so Mama Ock comes on, right? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't know if like he had some older videos where the kid looks like he's older. Oh yeah. Like like he looks so different to me now, right? But uh but it was funny. I, I go on, it was like some girl like shaking her ass. It was yeah. Mama Ock, and then it was Dave Taylor. And so I liked Dave's thing. And uh he go uh, instantly I get a text message. I can't believe Derek from Malden's on TikTok. <laughs> I go, funny. this is my third or fourth time on TikTok, and I can think for for well, my last time being on it. I cannot get that app at all. I don't know if it's just my age or what. My but. dad is is like watches shit on there too. Like I, hear I don't the even music know like how you back. follow people. Like I, I don't it's even so weird. It, it is weird. weird thing. It has a very strange interface. That's it, it. Doesn't feel so intuitive. I don't know what it is about it. And I've had a couple videos do well on it, but it's like the weirdest thing. Like, I swear to God, I, they're all inflated. Like. It's all bullshit. Everybody I know on TikTok has a million followers or 500,000 or 10 million. And then you go to their Instagram and then what is that? 2,000 followers. Yeah, they have like 5,000 followers. It's like they have like 5% of what they have on TikTok. It's like is everybody on the planet just on TikTok? It's crazy. Well, it's all. I mean, the last two things I posted got under 400 views. But the thing before that got like a million. Wow. It's like, how? How could that be? It doesn't you know? make sense. How could that be? It's just, it's, you know, it's stupid. But anyway. If I see one yeah. girl, oh, see, there's the second one I look there at. There he is. There he is. What's she making? Go. Let's see. She's making the uh, Mama Ock stovetop lasagna. Oh, I saw that. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. The type of cooking she, she does. She, she you does be, some good stuff. She does some real good stuff, and it's like not super gourmet. K- it's not like pasta the, queen. No, no mm. the, K- the KFC chick fried chicken sandwich looked really good. Yeah, you see that one. Like if you that had her really cooking good. for you, you'd be five hundred pounds in oh, like a couple easy, of months. Easy. Oh yeah, yeah. you'd be nice. like diabetic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paul, are you gonna be? Are we gonna see you next weekend? 
yeah, I'll try and come up because yeah. maybe next weekend we're we're doing a maybe we're we're recording our episode uh, in person. Oh, oh that yeah. would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That might be fun because I'm just, next Sunday is Mother's Day, so we got to figure that out. Oh yeah, I'm just thinking, Mom Ock. So uh, anyway, but I think that about does it for episode 41. Nice. We'll see you guys next week. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash handmade podcast and uh, patreon.com slash Derek from Alden. Thank you. Patreon.com slash make everything shop or something. Nice. See you guys later. Goodbye. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.